0: The last shines once again. Hello, oh.
1: hi there. Greetings for the good of all. From, hi there. Our destiny awaits. Hey, hello. How are Greetings.
2: Hello and welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Saturday. April twenty six two thousand eight. This is episode sixty entitled "Insert Title Here," and I'm Aprilian, your host. And with me today is
1: Ashayo. Hi, Aprilian. Hey, doing?
2: Hi. Thanks for being here. Let's get started. Okay, Ashayo. Another fun week of uh, World of Warcraft and playing as oh, yep. it has passed by. Yep, that's it's been an interesting Very quickly, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's been an interesting one. Well, for the podcast, if you're wondering why the title's called Insert Title Here, we had um, a funny thing happen last week. Our, our, one of our episodes got taken down off of iTunes. Did you notice that at all?
1: No, I didn't, actually, because well, I downloaded it before it got taken down.
2: Right. If you're if you're a regular subscriber, and by the way, we thank you for being a regular subscriber, uh, you probably didn't notice a thing when you got up late or when you checked your whatever you means you get your uh podcast iTunes or what have you. You just noticed another episode and it was called um Let's All Do the Grind. Is that it? Oh let's all grind, yep, I think. That's
1: the, yeah. Let's all do the grind.
2: And uh, it downloaded and it was fine. Well, a few days after I put it up, someone told me that episode 58 was no longer there. And I was like, okay, you know, I always check right after um, I upload, or a few little bit after I upload. It usually takes about four or five hours to show up. And it was there before and then it was gone. So uh, I was a little bit curious, uh, a little bit worried, you know, because I like to see the new episodes up there, and I like for people to be able to download it, and I don't really actually know what happened, but I do know that I did a couple of steps. One of them was I was afraid that the title might have uh, been what got it taken down. I guess if someone's offended by something on iTunes, they can report it. I don't know exactly. I never really found out exactly what happened, but I did relabel it, Let's All Level, And I did um, contact iTunes, and I was told to just resubmit my feed, and I did, and both 58 and 59 showed back up, so, with the new name, so if you're confused and wondering why there's two, why there's another episode, 58, with uh, a different title, uh, it's still the same episode, just cleaner? (laughs) Does Grind, does the Grind have any negative connotations for you guys? Maybe I shouldn't even talk about it.
1: <laughs> uh, that seems strange. I have no idea why that would, that would happen.
2: But we're up. But there you up. go. Yeah, and we're at episode 60, which is an even number episode. I guess we need to go uh, <laughs> um, train. <laughs> yeah. All righty. You've been up to? Or do you want to start,
1: or should I? Or you keep yeah, on? I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Yeah. Um, so this week, um, I started off the week with a, uh, a run in heroic underbog with uh, Jekyll on healing. Um, I've never actually—this oh, was this was the first time I've actually completed a heroic mode um, dungeon on on Jekyll. Uh, all guild run, and uh, it went really well. Um, it, uh, I didn't get any fantastic loot out of it, but you yeah, being heroic, I got uh, more badges, which is always good, um, and and much fun was had. It's 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 a nice instance. I like Underbog. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing that on my Pally and the Priest because they're they're just about up to there to do it on in in normal mode. Um, and they, yeah, they're actually um, so a shield and a shield. have have finished in Hellfire now. They've they've done all the, the quests out there um and they've moved into into zangamash the big mushroom country um and they've been grinding through all the quests there and and um i've actually uh, there's there's actually a, a nice shield that um a shield wants to get off the, the little the little guard guys okay. you now those little dudes over there have you got have you got up to there yet
2: no i haven't gotten this no time. oh okay yeah. in zangamash
1: the water is and the bridges. Yeah, yeah, but it's just, but um, it's just marshland. You can you can ride over it. There's only a couple of lakes that you you fall down deep into and end up swimming. Oh, okay. But over in the in the west of there there's a there's a um uh a town of, of little folk um, called Sporagar and um, um you can uh, get rep with them and hand in all sorts of of odd stuff and, and uh, help them kill stuff and to, to get rep for them. And, and there's a nice blue shield that's just perfect for uh, an AOE grinding paladin. So I'm working my way towards that, getting there slowly. Um, uh, go around in collecting cap mushrooms and killing uh, fish people and um, a couple of runs of uh, the instances in that area and and I should have it. so. Looking forward to that. Um, I'll, one thing I, I'm just I'm ever so I just keep amazing myself with, with the the paladin and, and priest combination and and thinking is there anything that, that this pair can't do? Um, <laughs> not, not not wanting to brag, it's just it's just the um, the, the class the you know the attributes and and you know how they how they stack together. It's it's just really a really good combination. So one of the last things I had to do in in Hellfire Peninsula was that um, you know with all those giants in the northwest corner,
0: right?
1: Um, so there's there's a quest there to to kill uh, five of those, and um, yeah, and when you kill one, you, there's there's a quest item that drops, and you, you've got actually got to um, summon a, another giant that's that's in that area as well. So I thought, oh, I'll go in and I'll give it a try. So so I. I charge into that area and and aggro a giant. And I was, uh, I think I was still 61 at the time. And these are uh, level 63 elite giants. So I charge in and and start aggroing one and and, um, build up the aggro on the paladin and the the priest starts DPSing away. And uh, I turn around and and the priest has aggroed another one. And I've only got got the first one down about 80% and I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Here we go. But, uh, so the priest runs towards the paladin and, and, uh, and does a fade to try and uh, drop aggro when the paladin turns around and does a consecrate to um, build up aggro. And, and I killed them both.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: I took them down to like two levels 63. Not only are they two levels above me and elite, but as you kill them, um, little, little guys spawn off them and, and uh, you've got to kill them as well. <laughs> so – I, I got through them all, and I was like, my God, <laughs> these two just can't die. That is amazing. Uh, I, I was, I was, you know, pretty much prepared to wipe. I said, like, oh, I'll just give it a try, see how I go, and I got them down. So I was pretty happy with that. Um, what else have I been doing? Um, not, not a whole lot on my on my 70s. The um, show went into. Um, um, first the foray into um, Sherpent's Rhine Cavern, uh, which is a 25-man raid dungeon in Zangamash. Um, went in there yesterday to um, try the first couple of bosses and uh, it, it was a white fest, basically. Um, so, I mean, we, we're doing all right. I mean, we could have got there, you know, a couple of unlucky you know, events and, and you know, people that are, that are in there for the first time yeah, you know, um you know, caught off guard um and and then it, you know, and then it started getting late and people started to leave and you know, we're trying to pull in subs that you know probably weren't quite ready for it yet um but uh hopefully over the next you know couple of weeks we'll um we'll get some um, you know well equipped 25 man parties into there and and get those first couple of bosses down the um the the second boss that we tried is uh lurker. And uh, he's actually in water, and, and to get him out, you actually got to fish him out. Uh-huh. So there's a, there's all this uh, burning water. You, you jump in the water, and every three seconds you get 500 damage done to yourself, or something like that. So you got to swim across to this platform, and you know, taking damage as you do, then and, and jump up on this platform and and start fishing for him. <laughs> so it's, That's it's actually quite fun.
0: No. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: you've actually got to fish. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm not I'm not quite sure what what. Uh, fishing skill you need, know, but you know be well over, you know, pretty much maxed out, I'd say, to uh, to actually fish him up. So, uh, I thought that was very clever. I was, I was impressed with that. Unfortunately, he killed us, So, but I wasn't impressed with that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun nonetheless. I can imagine. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's, and there's all these other um, platforms around him. And, and when he you know partway through the the fight he dives back down again and and all these other um mobs spawn up on the platforms and you got to take them down and you know if if you don't get them down fast enough and he resurfaces again then you know it's it's pretty hard catching up and you know we we just um we didn't have enough um healing or dps yeah so i mean that that's a that's a very fun fight and uh you know, we're really looking forward to to be able to get him down in the next couple of weeks we're pretty sure we can do it uh, it's just it's just a dance, um, you know. Keep, keeping up with the, the the cycle of him of him diving down and avoiding his AOE and and taking down the ads and that, uh, yeah, I'm sure we can do it. We were pretty much. I think there was probably only about 21 people in the raid at that point. Now some people that had to leave, and you know we only had about three healers. I think so the healers were running out of mana pretty quick. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's a fun fight. It's a fun instance. Um, so it's always it's always nice trying out something new and and pushing yourself to the limit did
2: you guys read about this beforehand or are you just went in fresh? oh yeah yeah
1: okay. no no it's yeah i mean some of us had done it there, there was people in there that you know, that that were um either alts or or were um you know mains in in other guilds that that had have actually done it um so um yeah we we had um, good leaders, you know, telling us precisely what needed to be done and explaining the fights well, and that always helps. You yeah, know, when, you, when you're in somewhere new and you've got no idea what's going to happen.
2: Well,
1: it gives me something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, then last night I, I, had, to, I had I had I ended up I was I thought oh, I'd just do it quickly, but it took me about three oh probably over three hours actually, and and that is um, I wanted to. Um, uh, clean out my bags and and my mail and stuff because um, uh, we had the the, uh, the Guild Craft Fair today, uh, which I'll we'll talk about in a sec. But but I need a lot of space for that, so I thought I'll just clean out my mail and my bags and and, and clean up my bank, and it took me over three hours to do it. <laughs> it's like like I I go to an alt and I go okay, so I've got you know, I've got seven pages worth of mail here. I'll just grab all this and and you know. Send it to alts that need it, and, and auction off the rest. And I, you know, pull in all those those seven pages of, of, of mail, which was tough in itself because you know my bags were already full, so I had to you kind know, of bend the stuff and stick it in the auction, and empty the the, uh, the seven pages of mail, and then open the mailbox again, <laughs> and and there's more. It's like the mailbox only shows you seven pages of stuff, but there was oh, older no. stuff in there as well. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, yeah, yeah. a a lot of crap accumulated because I pretty much only auction um, stuff off once a week. I just couldn't be bothered doing it during the week and and auctioning things during the the week. Most of the time the the auctions will expire and and just doesn't sell very well during the week at all. It just must be a a lot less demand or less less people playing during the week. So I find I have a, a lot more success in auctioning stuff off on the weekend. You know, so you know, f- Friday or Saturday, I'll, I'll um, just you know auction off pages and pages and pages of stuff. Um, it, I mustn't have done it last week because it took me absolutely ages. Uh, anyway, so I cleaned all my bags out and uh, and, uh, remember
2: and when we were glad good preparation. That we could, remember when we were glad that we could send twelve items at a time?
1: Yeah, mm. yeah, now it's not so. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so so a lot of the, a lot of those mails in that in that seven pages of, of stuff in the inbox in the mailbox, you know, t- yeah, they weren't all individual items, no, they, there was many of them that that had you know, several items and it's like uh you open it up and you go, Oh my god, <laughs> look at all the crap that I've mailed here. <laughs> that just take took forever. So um, it's all cleaned out now. And I'll, I'll try and stay on top of it. So uh, well, Nice empty bags for the craft fair today, which um, is just is just wrapping up now. Still a, a few people hanging around in Silvermoon. Why don't um, you um, but,
2: tell them exactly what the
1: craft yeah. Fair so is. so basically, the craft fair is um, a guild event where um, it's a combination of things: helping uh, low levels um, level their professions. Um, you know, there's over the last several weeks, there's been. Um, volunteers that that run out and have, have collected lots of leather and herbs and ore and cloth and you know, all all sorts of materials, and, um, so that so that low-level people in the guild can come along and and um, use all those mats to um, you know, make stuff to level up their professions and you know, and hopefully the, the stuff that they craft can be used by somebody else uh, and all the the high-level. Um, uh, enchanters and, and jewel crafters and, and whatnot um, use all those mats as well to um, you know, buff people out. You know? in, in, enchant there's a lot of enchanting going on today, and um, a, a lot of bags um, given away. And um, uh, there's I've probably uh, attached close to 20 sets of mithril spurs and. Um, Lots of, of smelting and, and prospecting of ore, um, so it basically it's just a, you know, a good excuse for the guild to get together and and, and help each other out, um, progress all their alts and and uh, throw at the high levels to to um, help the lobbies you know, get better gear and and uh, get a bigger bag so that they're not constantly running out of space. Um, and it was, I think it was a great success. Um, plenty plenty of people turned up. Um, it was, it was pretty hard to keep up with um, the guild chat was like there's guild chat there was a there was a raid for all the for the, the actual volunteers that were that were doing the work there was a, a raid for them um, and there was a, um, you know, a a custom channel that for, for people to join if they were looking for stuff or, or, or wanted stuff so, uh, and 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 on ventrilo as well so trying to keep up with all that was um, a bit of a challenge but uh, I think we did a pretty good job. Um, like fun. yeah it was um so that's that's pretty much been my work this week I don't, don't, apart from i i guess most of it was probably spent um leveling a shield and a shield um they're both, ooh, both about 63 and about sixty three and a half now um a shield's actually probably about half a level higher because um she actually did um oh, that was one thing I didn't mention um she did uh, um, uh, was a Blood Furnace in um, Hellfire. Okay. Um, went through there with, with some guildies and um, actually took her through with uh, Jekyll as a healer. Um, and, so you were dual boxing? Uh, I was dual boxing, yeah, and, and a couple other guildies. So we, we basically four-manned it and, <laughs> and uh, the, the tank, uh, basically, had on his DPS gear, and, and we just we went through it like a knife through hot butter—a hot, hot knife through butter. <laughs> it, uh, I, I buffed, buffed once, so I put on the one-hour um, druid buff at the start, and when we finished, yeah, it was still there. So it, it took considerably less than an hour to do the whole place. Um, and um, got a couple of got a nice dagger, and, and there's a couple of excellent quest rewards out of there. So. Um, Yeah, an hour well spent. Uh, I've I've got to go and do the same with Shield now and and get him through it and and get some quest rewards and and hopefully some some nice new gear. What about yourself? What Uh, have you been doing this week? I've had an
2: excellent week, and uh, let's see. Mostly, I've been uh, focusing on getting. um, Well, you know what? Let's pause. Because we need to break this up, and I'll be back and tell you about my week.
0: How will this benefit me? Well,
2: I've had a really good week. <clears throat> I, Of course, I mentioned last week that I changed my mind about how I wanted to do a box. And I I had two Hunters, Real Fire and Atmelia, and uh, Atmelia is 63, and Real Fire is 60, and I really wanted to try a different combination, and of course, now listening to you, <laughs> and the priest and the paladin combination, that sounds uh, pretty cool, too. Yeah.
1: yeah, I just wish I'd started it earlier. I
2: know, and I want to point out that I, I had the privilege of watching you perform today, um... Well, can I tell them that we did a video? I don't know what you're gonna do, (laughs) but I went to videotape because, of course, I have a Mac and I can videotape pretty easily. And I ended up taping a shield and a shield, and it was impressive. Uh, I won't go into detail, but it was neat to watch the the power and and uh, the uh, fact that uh, your priest was just right there behind you healing your paladin. It was just awesome to watch. But um.
1: So well, that's the thing, the, the, the priest doesn't even actually need to heal. The the priest just does damage and because she's a, a, a shadow priest, um, oh. there's you know, she casts um vampiric embrace, um, which means for the next minute twenty five percent of all the shadow damage that I do um he, heals party members. Oh, that's what right? you would so doing. Okay. Yeah, so the, so the priest doesn't actually ever heal. The priest causes <laughs> damage, and, and and in doing so, you know, inadvertently heals. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I know I keep saying that. That's, that's
2: very cool. Okay, so um, I really want to get Aprilian and up to a point where she can get into Outland and go with Aunt Melia. Um, so she's been – she got to 50. Actually, she's gotten to 51. She got to 50 in Felwood, killing her blogs. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. And then she flew the train warlock, and she got some nifty stuff. I, I got soul link. Didn't even know about it. Uh, that's the one where the damage that you get is also uh, is absorbed by the uh, whatever pet you have out, or demon you have, or mm. you're controlling. Yep. And uh, then she hears to shat, and that was kind of funny because uh, she, her biggest goal for getting the 50 was to get her... um tailoring over 300 she had all these mats and loads of moon cloth and nether weave and stuff and she was just ready to you know it's no sense in making stuff when you're at the maximum one of the good things about making stuff is you get to level at least up until you're 375 Uh, and so she didn't want to waste any of the mats so she hadn't been making any tailoring items other than I think I. made some tuxedos and stuff, but other than that, she's right. been yep. holding back. And, uh, so she wanted to get to Thralmar, and she's worried, she, you know, I think when I got to Thralmar with other, um, alts, you know, when you're, when you're at 58, you can go through the portal, and then just catch, just fly over to Thralmar. Thralmar yep. is the, uh, yep. major city in, well, not major city, but major outlying city in, um. Outland, and that's where all the major trainers are for anybody that wants to go from three hundred to three seventy five. Uh, for well, the horde. Yeah, for the well, yeah, for the horde. On, it's Thralmar, but there's and there's another one in uh, Hellfire Peninsula for the uh, Alliance, right?
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. Well, and I guess if you <laughs> you don't get BC, you just don't get to go over three hundred, huh? That's right. Yeah. So um, she. At first, I was gonna get get a couple of. Uh, I have a um another warlock, and she uh, uh, a and I was gonna get on another alt and get them to uh, Thralmar, and then sit there and beg somebody to help us summon. But it turns out that in my foresight, I had already gotten <laughs> really into Thralmar because she got to Shad. Yeah, I saw your head. Yeah, and she went to the Flight Master, and she just flew to Thralmar, so that was pretty neat. So you know, if you get a chance, get your uh, alts out to Thralmar in advance. and <laughs> You'll find it—it it makes life a lot easier when you hit fifty. So
1: it's actually—it's a, a, even—even in your forties, it's actually pretty easy to get to Thraumar, by Um because all you—all you, all you need to do is—is is, um, run up um, through Zangarmarsh to Senearian Refuge, and—and there's the, the chances of you getting hit by something along that path up to sanera and refuge are actually very small um i've i've walked up through there you know numerous times and and not aggroed anything it's from there when you run over the the um, the hill into um Hellfire peninsula and and there's all the the um I forget what they're called um there's mobs on that hill that um you will aggro but basically if if you can um, mount up and and just ride far enough and and get far enough over the hill into hellfire when you die um you'll spirit res in um falcon watch oh. so you're actually in, you're actually in falcon watch and then then you just um walk up to the the flight master in in falcon watch and you and you've automatically got the the flight path to Thrallmart. it's as easy as that
2: That we'll uh, put it in the show notes. Pretty neat. Okay, and so she got out of the trauma, and she trained um, tailoring, and she trained alchemy because she was at 298. With, well, I mean, not alchemy, herbalism, and it's kind of funny because you have to find these guys. They're not all in one area, but they're not spread out like Undercity. But um, thankfully, you can use the um, the new mini map. Mm, put your professional trainer in and it'll automatically it'll show you just the trainers that you can do so that's kind of
1: nice yeah i I, when one thing i'd like blizzard to do i'm I'm sure blizzard's listening aren't you of course they're not (laughs) one thing i do i like blizzard to do is is when you do that when you Mm -hmm. when you're looking for something like a class trainer and, and it shows up the yellow dot on your mini-map, and it just sh- shows their name. Right. Um, yeah, you know, it, it should say in brackets after it, you know, um, tailoring trainer, something like that. Oh, yeah,
2: maybe that's coming up in patch 2.5. Oh, wait, it's not going to be another patch. 2.4.1, <laughs> thanks very much. OK. <laughs> well, didn't they say they weren't doing any more patches?
1: They, they said they weren't going to do any more major content patches oh. before the oh. expansion. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there will be more patches. And and I'm also sure that if for whatever reason you know, the expansion is delayed, that, that, they'll, that you know, there's the potential that they'll go back on that and and release more content to to keep people interested in the game. Right. They've got to, otherwise they'll lose people, mm-hmm. and they don't want that. They like their money. Yeah. So um,
2: then uh, yeah, she got Soul Link, and she got a, uh, wait a minute. Got her al- alchemy up, and then what did she do? I think we decided we were gonna try to do the um, again because she still has that Ara of the Deep, where she, where there's a chick in uh, Zolphorak that she has to get that she has to kill along that pool.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And yep. so I decided to triple box again, and it's <laughs> it's a Zen thing for me because you know I can't really get into instances because I have a kind of limited I don't have a chunk of time that I can actually dedicate to um, playing. So uh, I had Trishel, who's 54, and um, Aprilian, and Aunt Rilia, who's 63. And we were doing pretty good. We were just having to inch one at a time. You know, Um, Aprilian uh, can't do as much as the other two, but she brings her succubus, who's great because she can always seduce somebody. You know mm. we're dealing with trolls, so it's really <laughs> they're easy <laughs> and you know i I have the two hunters and their pets taking out one uh taking out the casters and uh you know doing the freeze trap and everything and it goes pretty well, but it takes some time and uh we had actually uh almost gotten up to uh to the the pool. And it was really it's kind of hard because you have to go around you know you have to watch out for pats you have to go down one wall around a few take out and and they're always in groups of threes <laughs> which makes it
1: kinda yeah, except for that, except for that group if if you're gone if you've gone the uh the path from the, the stair event and come up that way towards the pool. There's a, there's a uh, group on your right. I right. think there's about six. six I think seven. there's about yeah. six in there. <laughs> That's a lethal one to pull yeah, if you're not ready for
2: that, it. I think those were the ones that took us down. Uh, and we right. were doing pretty good at that point until then. And, you know, it's, the, the thing is, I, I have to remember to do uh, faint death. It's, mm. it's, it's kind of a weird one because sometimes when you're doing faint death and your pets are out, You have to sit there and watch your pet die. (laughs) And it's so silly. Because, you know, it's just, you know, a pet. I mean, it's just a character. And it's not like it's going to really die. You can bring it back. But watching it take blow after blow after blow, and and it's fighting faithfully. (laughs) I swear, it's so hard. Have you you ever done that? Yeah, Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, you're like, Just die, pet! Just die! Stop fighting! Run, Urkel, run! run. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so we gave up... Yeah, I'd
1: like, I'd like dismiss pet to be instant cast, that would be good. Yeah. Because then you could dismiss it and find death.
2: Right, yeah, that would be neat. Um, you know, and then it's, it's, the other thing is the succubus, the demons, I don't care when they die. But the pet seemed like it hurts so much more, and it's funny because it should be the other way around. Because when you when you let go when you when you, when a demon dies, you're actually losing a, a soul shard,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you
2: have to use another one. You know, hopefully you have one, which is pretty easy, or else you will have to depend on the the um imp. You don't need a soul shard for, for him. Or I forget her.
1: where you, I forget where you get it, but there's a there's a uh, a nice uh, warlock trinket. That um, allows you to summon your Voidwalker, even if you have no shard and you're out of mana. Oh, wow, that's kind
2: of neat. Anybody? Yeah, it's it's very handy. Uh, We'll try to do a search on
1: that. It's it's in my it's in my bank still, so I'll I'll find out what it's called and um, and uh, and what quest I got it from. I'll let you know. Yeah, we'll
2: put it in the show notes. Cool, that would be kind of neat. So,
1: Mm, very handy.
2: So then I ended up um bringing a Perlian out, and I actually left uh to and uh not really there and I had her doing a few other things. I think she needed to do a um a moon to go to a moon well to do a um a cloth uh, mm-hmm. the moon cloth transmute i mean it's every three days and twenty three hours, and you know, i wanna do it right away I hate to let, lose that. So, and I think the worst thing is with ZF is that, you know, once you log off, now you're all the way back at the entrance. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's so. Tedious. And everything's respawned.
2: Yeah, everything's <sighs> respawned. We just get back again. But we're going to go back because, I don't know, I, I like that instance. I just, I love it. Um, it, There's so much to it that you have to be, it's so crowded, you know, even at the beginning and when you're walking through and you got those sets of threes, there's a pat uh that's walking around and it's just these like um there's some kind of caster and they look like obviously older people who you know wise people of the village who are walking around checking out everybody. You know you know what I'm talking about. But anyways, maybe I'm just reading too much into it. But it's kind of neat. It's kind of a challenge. And then you have the little scarabs so if you do anything um, that is AOE, like set a yeah, trap, they come,
1: th- they come to help each other.
2: Right? No, not just that. But if you're, you're just trying to get the trolls, if you, if the uh, scoundrels oh, okay. are yellow, yeah. so they're, they're, they're <laughs> neutral. And if you leave them alone, they won't bother you. But if you accidentally uh, they step on a trap, or uh, you know, you do a, a the volley, and one of them lands on it. Now all of a sudden, this little thing is pecking at you. <laughs> And you know, so, if you don't watch it, he can take you down. But, uh, so I pulled her out, and so, so I want to get back to it. I want to do this. I, and it's kind of a challenge to try to do it by myself. It's kind of, some people might say that's kind of stupid. <laughs> but when I get through and I'm, you know, digging away at it, and I get as far as I can get, it's just a really, really, um, cool feeling. At one point, a friend stopped by and. We were when you right before you get to um to the the part where the uh pool is. There's a a house or a tent, and there's a whole bunch of them. But if you can cut to the right and duck around, you only have to kill like four or five. We ended up ducking behind the house, or the little um, what do you call it? It's not a house. It's a, a little a hut. Hut. Yeah, <laughs> I ended up. We ended up ducking behind there. And I'm trying to very casually keep them from logging out <laughs> while this friend is just talking me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so silly because, um, you know, shouldn't I be able to tell her, excuse me, I'm busy in Zofra. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you know, come back later? Get yeah. some,
1: I'm going to get some mob respawns if I don't do this soon. <laughs>
2: Fortunately, we were in a safe spot, and, and we didn't die there, but we died later. So um, then I, I, as I was coming back, um, I, think, was I, I think I was stopping off some, oh no, when I stopped off to train at Mar I noticed another exclamation point at the mage. When, where the, when you go from Shack to, uh, to Ogremar, you end up in the mage training place. And there was a troll guy there, a troll person, offering me a quartermaster, offering me mm-hmm. uh, some XP for 60 uh, mooncloth. And I had a bunch. I, had, I think I had, like, 70. So I gave him 60, and bam, I got 9550, 9550
1: XP and a bunch yeah. of uh, um, uh, rep. Yeah, that's the quest the there uh, cloth uh hand ins are, are nice for x p if you can if you can spare the cloth yeah
2: well actually when i went to uh check it out on the auction house at the time at, like even like two days later it went way up at the time there was uh like twenty room cloth for less than uh, a little over a gold so for uh i think four or five gold a piece i was able to get ninety five fifty x p so i went out and got went from There to uh, to Undercity, and then to Booty uh, went to I went to um, Thunder Bluff, and then I went to Undercity, and then I went to to Silver Moon, (laughs) and then I flew back from Undercity to Booty Bay, and in over uh, a few minutes, I got a whole bunch of XP, so that was kind of cool. So then she ended up dinging 51, so I'm pretty happy with that. Well, there you go. And then we went back. I went back to um. Oh, I went to the hinterlands. <laughs> I have to tell you, I've been doing ADD.
1: <laughs> You've been running all over the place.
2: It just—I don't know. I—I I just feel like all of a sudden I felt like I wanted to get back to Hinterlands. and I—I I did the bottle quest. I did the um, uh, the the, the um. Turtle Quest, where you have to do so many turtles, and you have to go back and get the big yep. turtle. And I got that, That I tell you, that fishing pole. That fishing pole is so awesome. The fishing pole no. act- actually was more powerful than the dagger <laughs> that Aprilian <laughs> was carrying. <laughs> In fact, I, I was using it, and then I forgot I wasn't using it, and I actually killed some mobs with it. <laughs> I mean, is there anything wrong with just carrying a, a fishing pole? Because, you know, think about it. She can only carry a dagger or a staff. And I think yeah. it's, it's more powerful than most of the daggers and staffs that she can carry.
1: I'm <laughs> sure there must be better than a fishing pole.
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, dear. Yeah.
2: So then she just went, I don't know, she went riding through the hinterlands. And I, I've been doing what I what I'm calling comfort questing which is she's going in the areas where there's a lot of um, mobs, and the Hinterland is really good for this because not only there's a lot of mobs, but there's, there's so many quests in Raven's Stuck Village. Yep, you, you know, there is.
1: Yeah, and the, the hinterlands is, is a fantastic zone for um, collecting a whole bunch of quests and, and going out and, and basically you know, getting them all done um, all in a, you know, a relatively small area and And going back and handing them all in, you're not running all over the place it's it's um you know, it, it's nice and compact and and it, and it's easy to to get them all done and if you combine it with um um some quests from uh Feralis, uh you know, th- there's you know double ups and triple ups of you know kill this mob and and you're actually doing two or three quests at once it
2: It was pretty great and a lot of fun mm. and, uh the, the neat thing was, um, like you said, everything's right there together. I mean, it's it's literally one on top of the other, but the best part about it is that they were all green to her. So they were either her level... No, that's
1: all right. I mean, right. They're, they're a lot, a lot easier for you, for you to kill. You don't get so right. many points for, for experience in killing them, but you, you but still get the same from, from the quests. And, and you don't die. Right. So it takes, doesn't take you as long to do it.
2: Right. So you actually end up saving time because, you know, every time you run back from your body, you're wasting time. Mm. Oh, you know yeah. what I, I wanted to um, ask you about and tell you about? I don't know if, uh, if it matters to you, but I noticed um, a shield didn't have the carrot. Does, did he not have the carrot because he didn't want to change back and forth between trinkets?
1: Because he's a a paladin, and they get crusader aura, which is the oh, best thing since sliced so bread. Ah, they do the uh, it, they, their, their aura makes you ride. I think it was twenty percent faster, and it doesn't stack with anything else. So um, there's no point in him you know, um, having carrot. Um, I don't know.
2: Did he have mithril spurs?
0: No, it doesn't, it doesn't stack. stack, either. stack at all?
2: Okay, no, no. Because no. no. I noticed that when uh, Aurelia mm. was following, she was. Yep
1: chugging <laughs> yeah so it's it's um it, it's an aura and it affects all um party members with, within 30 yards oh so, so
2: she was it, getting speeded up by the fact that but it wasn't stacking i don't know maybe it was stacking for her
1: no it no. doesn't it, the crusader aura doesn't doesn't stack with anything else mm-hmm. but what i do find is that you know, with lag and whatever, it, oh, uh, it's, it's quite time. it's quite easy for the for the priest to fall behind and and not be within 30 yards. And mm. it's like I'll turn behind and go, ah, oh, damn, <laughs> <laughs> stop following me. Got out of range. So, and, and the other thing I do constantly, there must be a there must be a mod that 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 warns me and says, hey, moron, you know, turn off Crusader Aura, because I find what I'm doing all the time is I'll I'll mount up, turn on Crusader Aura right into an area and go, oh, look, a whole bunch of mobs I can kill. Dismount and kill them all. And I get to the end of it and I go, ah, damn, I still got Crusader Aura on. It's <laughs> like there's um, all these other auras that would have helped me my... you know, kill mobs but I've got this stupid riding aura on. So, yeah, I'd have to look for a mod that you know that, that automatically turns that on and off when I'm out and dismount, or, or at least reminds me.
2: In the middle of my week, I just I made a major decision, and I'm just going to talk about it. Briefly, but I decided to leave uh, the guild AIE. Uh, i I love being an officer, and it, it's a great honor, and it's a great guild. But uh, I needed to just take a break, and a lot of that had to do with husband aggro. And <laughs> you know, we got to keep our spouses happy. But um, I'd like to um, give a shout out to AIE and to all the officers. They're a great bunch of people. They do a wonderful job. You know, if you're in a guild. And um, you have great officers. You should really, every once in a while, just give them a salute because it's 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 a heavy job, and there aren't the the reward itself is you know running a good guild, and that in that way, AIE is really rewarding. And you know, Shayo, I know you're an officer, you're, you're an officer in AIE, and you you do a wonderful job. But uh, it's it's an interesting experience. <laughs> but the funny mm-hmm. thing, oh, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, no, it was just uh, interesting experience. Yes, yeah. I so, agree with that. Yes.
2: So, but the side effect of leaving AIE has been that, um, and it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't make up for what I've lost. Because I do miss, I miss all the voices in my head. <laughs> One thing, if you're in a big guild, <laughs> you have a guild chat, and it's kind of neat to ha- have this running dialogue going on while you're out there in the world doing your own thing. But um, I've uh, I'm back in with my own guild, which is um, we live to serve, and one of the benefits is that everybody's in the same guild in the same guild vault, so we're um, being able to maximize uh, the use of my all my mats a lot easier. And what I've what I've been doing, and this happened in the interla- hinterlands, and it gave me an, an idea of what I want to do in, uh, in Earth and Ring for right now. Is um I ran into somebody while I was uh, in a cave looking for go- ghost mushrooms, and uh, there was a bunch of um, what do you call those green sludgy things? Slimes. Slimes, yeah. And there was they were respawning fast and furious. And when I went into the cave, I saw Torin, and the first thing I did was ask her if she was going after the ghost mushrooms. And it turned out that what she was doing was going after these crates mm-hmm. uh, for some, uh, their hoard, uh crates, I guess some evil person yep. or group put them in the cave <laughs> and took them away from the horde. And uh, she said, no, she was going after the crate. So I went over and I, I was able to get the mushrooms. But in the meantime, a couple of times she got overwhelmed because there are so many slime in here. I mean, the slimes like respawning like almost automatically. Is the fastest respawn I've ever seen in the game. And so I started helping her and uh oh she actually told me where the, the crate uh have you done that one? Yeah. Yeah. Where that starts in the in Orgrimmar. And I realized that it was just nice to be able to help someone whether you're in the guild or whether you're just out in the field. <laughs> And so I decided that uh, my new uh, my guild was going to be a helping guild. So I'm gonna go around seeing how many people I can help, and I'll let you guys know. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> how that works out? Because <laughs> you know, we we live to serve is uh, actually a takeoff on um, uh, a group of people in uh, the Rangers in Babylon Five. Oh.
1: So your guild was called We Serve to Live.
2: We live to serve. Is it? Yeah, we live to serve. Okay. <laughs> so um and I, I just wondered if anyone else had any had any uh experience with uh, philanthropy in uh in WoW or any kind of uh helping random helping thing. And if you have, uh let let us know. Give us an email and of course anytime you wanna comment, or uh, add to the show, you can always email us at controlaltwow at gmail.com. You can go to our website at controlaltwow.com, or you can uh, leave us a message on our Skype at controlaltwow. That's our Skype address, C-T-R-L-A-L-T-W-O-W. And uh, being dual boxing, it's uh, triple boxing, it's kind of neat to come up on people and help them out so I'll see how that works for me and let's see what else have I been doing okay now the other thing that I've been doing is uh getting out really up in enchanting she dropped skinning and at level 63 (laughs) which is very painful to do but uh it actually didn't it went pretty fast uh she went from one you know from starting to 125 pretty quickly uh have you ever restarted a, a, a profession?
1: Mm, I, I think I've actually done the same. I think I dropped um, skinning on my priest and um, and picked up enchanting and uh, went through the pain of, of levelling it to uh, to 300, the pre-BC days, and uh, yeah, just standing in iron forge trying to, uh, you know, you can't even give, give enchants away. Um, you know, once you get towards the end and, and there's, you know, you, you get some... You get Crusader and, and a couple of the more popular ones. You, you, you can make some money, but it's just uh, it's just too hard and a complete money sink on all along the way. Well,
2: um, actually, the reason I did it was because Aunt Really is over sixty. I do have an Enchanter veil, vale, but she's my Rogue and she's thirty-seven and she's been thirty-seven for the last year. <laughs> so I don't think I'm really gonna uh, get her over four, over fifty to do anything really cool. So I uh, decided to do uh, really, a, and of course, I've been cheating. I've been doing it the non-PC uh, way instead of uh, hawking my wares, as it were. And and it's yeah. kind of neat because there are some add-ons that let you do it really neat. I know there's one that lets you, um, you know, tell exactly what you have, and you can set the parameters. You can even have it set um, how what match you have. You know, whether you want to do it with your mats, and if you have the mats, it'll just tell the ones that you have, which is kind of neat. But uh, she was enchanting the same object over and over again (laughs) to get up, so I guess that's kind of cheating. But it it was great, because at one point, she got to a point where there was something that she had that was soul-bound, and she was able to DE it, so that was kind of cool, That's kind of neat. One of the advantages to being um an enchanter yourself you can you can make use of soul bound items instead of just selling them off to the vendor yeah but uh, I've also been making tons of money with my uh my alliance auction house all I talked about that last week, but this week um, and last week I gave a shout out to a rogue a hog rogue who uh returned some stuff that uh, five uh, arcane crystals that she snatched from me <laughs> on the auction house.
1: Cleverly bought on the auction house. You well,
2: mean. <laughs> you know what? She did it again this week with some rune cloth. <laughs> and um, and then with, and then again with some netherweed. The first time she did it with rune cloth, I said to her, "Um, oh, I guess I'm not gonna get this back, and I guess it's, you know, I'm, I learned my lesson." And she goes, oh, I'll put it in the mail, and then I did it again with another weave. And I thought I had, you know, I thought I thought there was something where if it was like really, really cheap. Then I did it for just a little under a goal, and she got it again. And I said, wow, I guess I need to just give up this whole thing. And she started to lecture me on why. um, uh, I said, "I, I hate to price it at the. Regular price because then I'm giving Blizzard so much money, you know. If you the reason you try to price it low when you're selling from alt to alt in the um neutral auction houses because if you don't you're giving 15% to Blizzard. Am I correct? Mm. Yep. And uh, she said that she that the reason they did that is because they don't really want you to be trading stuff back and forth between your between both factions. And so they're punishing you, but I thought it was the fifteen percent was the same for both auction houses. I'll have to check that out. I meant to check it out before you But No, the
1: percentage from, from the neutral auction house is is higher than than your than your oh, faction auction house.
2: Okay. So, um, but I mean.
1: But of course they want you to. Otherwise, why did they do it?
2: Right. But she's <laughs> just trying to. Ju- and so then I said, Well, you know, I I try to do it as fast as I can. And she goes, Oh, oh, I know what she said. She says, I'm sorry, I just hit. I just automatically hit by when it mm, came.
1: Obviously just she's just sitting there with bottom scanner.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: And I just thought how I wanted to get mad. Because I thought this was kinda of scam and not I don't I know there's nothing wrong with it. I know bottom scanner is a um an add on that's legal. It just seems like it's poor sportsmanship. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I do.
2: She knows that people are trying to do this chain exchange stuff. She's not really trying to buy anything. She's not looking for something specific because she needs it. She's just using this uh add-on to and and I tried it. I actually started running it myself, and I was almost mad at how fast stuff showed up because I thought if I was fast enough between two alts that it wouldn't show up. And in some cases. I am, but then it seems like in some cases i guess if I guess if you take the time to look at it and read it and see what it is, then I have enough time to to, to buy it on my other alt. But if uh. you sit there with your finger with your you know like you're fishing <laughs> and you just click the button automatically regardless of what it is, then you're going to snatch everything
0: mm.
2: and it just seems evil.
1: Well, not going to stop that. That's right. you know the, the the add-ons there for people to make profit off the auction house, and yeah, it, it so happens that you're going to make a lot higher profit. You know, I mean, I, I think it's against the spirit of the game to be doing to be running bottom scanner on the neutral auction house because all the bargains that you're getting on the neutral auction house are, you know, most of the time, are going to be some poor sod just trying to exchange stuff between alliance and horde. So, yeah, I, I think that's poor sportsmanship. Um, running it on your on your faction auction, running bottom scanner on your faction auction house, yeah, um, go for it. Right, um, because all, then at least all bets are off.
2: yeah, all bets are off. If somebody happens to not be running auctioneer and then all of a sudden they put up this stuff. Because, you know, if you don't run auctioneer, uh, I think uh, or if auctioneer hasn't seen it or if you haven't scanned, then it does it at 300%. So, you know, something that might go for twenty gold normally or like some herb or something would just go at the three hundred percent of the vendor price if you don't know any right. better. And okay. and so then you'll get a bargain, but I don't know. I mean again, of course I'm circumventing the rules and I'm bending the rules by selling stuff back and forth between my alts. But if I take you know, so and just to refresh everybody, I, I take um horde pets that can be bought at any uh, vendor, in, uh, at, any, at the regular vendors that they sell them on the horde side. And any horde person can own these pets. Um, well, the only exception is there are the dragon hawk hatchlings that can only be bought at Fairbreeze uh, Village, I think it is, in Eversong Woods. So if you don't have the BC expansion, then you can't buy them. But anybody, any horde can buy them, or the, uh, the prairie dogs, or the cockroaches, or stakes, and yeah, that's it. And so right. I've been selling those over to the, uh, transferring them over to my alliance. And you know, I, I I I don't gouge the alliance. I get maybe two gold off of each one, each pet I sell. Right. Yeah. Some, sometimes even less. And you know, it's it's a it's a nice thing because the little teenage kids can have. The, I mean, the alliance <laughs> can have their pets. And, and can't the, resist. <laughs> can't help yourself, so, can you? I know, I know. Plus the alliance, um, uh, there's more alliance on our server than there are hordes. So it's it's you know a great way to, to allow them to have unique pets and stuff. And so then I accumulate this money on my alliance auction house all And I use it to buy stuff that I can use for my horde characters. And a lot of times, again, it's cheaper on the alliance auction house. Um, I was buying netherweave cloth and moon cloth at this time. And it was a little bit, little bit cheaper. But if I have to pay the extra fee and and uh, constantly transfer gold back and forth, because if I do, well, I mean, if I do buy it at the regular cost on my uh, hoard alt, then I'm spending, I mean, then I'm gonna end up spending money, and I might as well just go to the regular auction house. Right. That. That's just me, <laughs> and of course, I'm entitled to do that. And this kid, and she's she's mentioned homework. So obviously, she's, you know, either...
1: <laughs> Sitting there doing her homework and homework. Well, running bottom was, scanner.
2: Yeah, this was during the day. So, maybe she was using her laptop at school, and she should have been doing that.
0: During your day, but it have been somewhere <laughs>
2: else. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Could have been somewhere else. So, anyways, it just kind of frustrated me. If you've had any experience with that, and you have a different viewpoint on it, or if you think that I'm... You know, wrong or right or whatever. You know, email us or let us know. So, um, and then the, of course the other thing that happened to me huh, this week is that I got—I was out in Felwood. Uh, I got the Warlock quest for Aprilian. Um I guess I'm getting a Felguard. I don't—I don't even know. Do okay. You know what I'm talking about? The NIMBY, <laughs> yeah, the I've i haven't done it because
1: I've been—I was affliction, affliction the whole time. But yep.
2: Shale? Okay. Well, you know, it it was funny because I was actually out there earlier this week and I happened to notice Nimby and this other guy running around and um and then I got back to do my um fifty training and there was a exclamation point and I actually went to UC. I suppose I should have gone back to um Silvermoon. Is there any advantage to going back to my faction?
1: Mm, not sure, to be honest. I don't, normally, doesn't matter what city you pick it up in.
2: Yeah. I do know that uh, I still get the um, void walker. No, I get the succubus one in uh, Undercity. The, the exclamation point is still there. So, really? Yeah. I go over to her, I go over to them, and they start telling me about how I can... Uh, get my own succubus and I got to do this and this, whatever the quest is. And half the time while I'm doing it, my succubus is standing beside me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That must be bugged because that shouldn't, that shouldn't happen.
2: Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, "Uh, excuse me, can't you see? (laughs) And so, um, when I was out, I had to go out and collect some rotten wood from these trees. And, and I'm always amazed at, at the depth of, um, of Lizard's uh, artistic nature of the game because I've been in Fellwood. I've been there. How long have I been there?
0: You know the
2: <laughs> places there that I haven't <laughs> seen because I went down into this one place and there were these trees. And not only were these trees, but there were these other little things in the middle of the uh, water, little flamey things. Yeah, anyway, you
0: haven't, you've never been in there I've before? I've never
2: been in there. And then there's this big huge, giant sculpture of these old trees all yep. in a ring it's just it's and there's a lot of charred stuff and it's kind of like this like icky but the trees the big huge giant sculptures are beautiful oh, i yep. my I, I just had to move my camera around and look up and while i was moving my
1: camera <sighs> best, around, best way to die is to yes. stand out in the nowhere and camera around and like, Ooh, yeah, ah.
2: yes not just that but it was one of those big giant trees <laughs> it was like ironic. Oh, look at the pretty big giant tree statue. Oh, what is that? Oh, it's a <laughs> big giant tree, and it killed. It's like stamp, stamp, and you know, it's like the devil saw in the river, and the fell river, but it's <laughs> it's really neat.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got a big, big class of that fell river today, didn't you?
2: Yeah, actually, I'm gonna put that video up on our YouTube site because I actually did get a um a very good uh, video
1: of uh and it was it, it was funny because i was sitting there watching it It's like I'll, I'll wait till the foul river's gone past and, and i'll i'll this round up some some of these boards yeah. Thing, yeah and, <laughs> and, and the foul river's gone past and and i thought uh oh, it it walks a bit further and then turns around and comes back and it turned around starting to come back to me and i'm like well, why has it turned around already <laughs> i didn't realize you'd ridden out there and i see you out there and it's run back to you and gone stomp stomp and you're dead <laughs> yeah, and
2: what happened was I wanted to highlight the the film and when you're video typing and you know and you you're trying to highlight something, you know when you ever you go to click on something, if that little um uh sword comes up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't click on that thing, because I clicked on it just to get it highlighted. At- in a- you got an
1: attack on targeting shit yes, or something. I shot mm-hmm.
2: at the phone reaver, and, and <laughs> it came right towards me. And it it, it stopped on me. And next thing you know, you know, I'm laying there dead, and it just goes off. You know, it should, like, I don't know, make some motion or something, because it just goes stop, stop, and then it turns around and goes, oh, oh well. I was
0: doing <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. yeah,
2: so anyways, um I would like to hear about your favorite big, scary thing. Do you have any favorites of SHL?
1: um I'd probably have to um pinch yours and say the devil sores because yeah. I've spent a lot of time in Angoro. um and uh, yeah, to to have a, a devil saw—they're not like the Fall river that, that roars and shakes the ground as it goes past you. They, they just sneak up on you and bang, bang—you're dead. Yeah. Uh, I
2: actually—I uh, I found one on the shore of Spanglethorn uh, Vale, and I didn't even. There was a giant—not a—not a, not a devil saw, but some kind of giant elite.
1: Yeah, yeah he's a quest. Oh, he's got yeah. a chest. Yeah.
2: Well, I was uh actually I was on my MacBook Air at work and that's the worst time to really be trying to go after something big and uh <laughs> I actually took it down. I think I had my fell Hunter out at the time. And I'm I'm really loving Death Coil if I remember to use it, you know. Right. Death Coil has a little bit of a scare in it too, so it makes them run away. and, and it takes a big chunk of their uh, health down with you. So that was kind of fun. So, anyways, uh, I think that. Oh, I know the other thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I keep pressing R when I'm in AIM. Do <laughs> you have an instant message?
1: Yeah. But <laughs> I can't say I don't do that.
2: Right. Well, when you instant message, all you have to do is start typing. Mm. I have been PSTing in. World of Warcraft a lot lately and you know when you get ready to reply to somebody you press R and you get things, yeah. the the ability to whisper to them so I'm like talking to my sister and she says something and, and I go R and then I have to, <laughs> have to keep backing up and erasing She must have thought R. it was
1: pirate day. <laughs> R. I'll be there
2: soon. R. Well fortunately I didn't send the R but it's just kind of funny that I keep pressing R and A. So that's uh that's what I've been doing. Uh, look forward to. I'm gonna try to ding a couple of times a week. You think that's possible?
1: Sure it is. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's,
1: it's, uh, especially around fifty. Yeah.
2: Because
1: you get you get so many so much experience for uh, for quests. Right. I mean you, you could you could ding um, you know, a level doing the the hinterlands quests in a day easy. Oh. You know, in a, in a, a small number of hours playtime.
2: I've been running out of rested XP, but I've been doesn't matter. Anyways, yeah. Doesn't
1: matter. Doesn't yeah. so matter. You can still do it. Yeah.
2: I I can't say for sure because I I experimented with this, um, and I didn't keep good track. But I do think that when you're on in flight, and you log off, you get rested XP as much as you do when you're in it. In. I'd love to hear from anybody else, but this has happened. I I I did 45 minutes in flight. Uh, logged off after I got in flight. And 45 minutes logged off. In an inn, and I came back, and my bar had moved almost the same amount for each one.
0: Mm,
2: okay. I don't know. I don't know if it's documented anywhere, or if anybody's done anything with it. I'm gonna actually try to keep track of it, hopefully. But that's it for what I've been doing, and we'll come back with uh, we got emails. Okay.
0: I'm always on the winning side.
1: got a couple of emails this week, and uh, let's just get right into it. Go ahead, O'Shea. Okay. Well, they're, they're both from Molson. Um, he's a, a pally in the guild, um, and Molson writes, Hi, Prillian and O'Shea. I just finished listening to episode 59, and it was great. Another fantastic episode. I was wondering what you and show thought about ideal combinations for dual boxing characters. I have three dual boxing teams, a priest, warlock, druid, warrior, and a rogue hunter and I'm finding the Druid-Warrior combination to be my favourite so far. I'm planning to spec my Warrior Fury and my Druid Resto. I use Keyclone along with custom macros in order to dual box without having to switch between windows. I rotate the three teams to maximise the rested XP bonus. I'm tempted to start a fourth team after listening to you discuss majors. My teams are currently level 10, and hope to get one team to 15 by next weekend. Thanks for the tips in episode 58 from My Professions. Monson. And the other one was, hi, brilliant. Asha had some questions about how to effectively dual box with software that manages your commands and i would be happy to answer any questions you might have. I can send a more detailed email or even an audio response if you would prefer. i also try to find him in-game and chat as well. Let me know if there's anything I can do to help or contribute. Thanks for that, Molson. Um, much appreciated. Um, I, I did, uh, during the week, uh, as I indicated in the, in the forums, I, I did go out and, and uh, buy... Um, Key clone and install it and give it a try. Um, and that's one of the things I didn't, we didn't talk about what we've done this week, and that was our, our dual boxing mate, or my dual boxing mages and the, the Prillian's mage. So I haven't actually um, leveled them. They, they haven't dinged it all uh, this week, um, but I was basically just playing around with, with Key clone and, and trying to understand what it could and couldn't do. And I guess I was probably expecting a, a bit much um, I kind of you know, thought it would be a, a, a cure for for all issues of, of uh, with dual boxing and, and and trying to drive two characters, but um, it's not. Um, I um, it it can, for example, I mean I I basically um, drive my characters a combination of ways. You know, sometimes um, with the mouse, like clicking both mouse buttons and that that moving and then steering with the mouse. Um and other times I'll actually use um you know the, the keyboard, you know, ASD and W to to move and strafe and, and, and stuff like that. Oh. Um and I'll I'll do a combination of, of the keyboard for you know casting spells, you know, typically, you know, one to six, somewhere around there where my fingers will reach. Um and, and I do a lot of mouse clicking for, for casting spells because I, I use the the left and the right toolbars. So um, you know they 're not key bound, so you know i'll use the mouse to click on those and um, key clone it. Um, particularly if you 're only using one computer uh, I believe it 's different if you've got if you 're doing it over two computers, but on one computer um, it 's not cloning your mouse activities right you 've still you 've still only got your mouse in one window so say for example um, one of the the common things i 'll do with the mouse is is right click and drag and that and that changes. You know, quickly changes the way that a character is facing, um, but that only works on 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 one character. You know, your other character is still facing you know, the way it was facing. Um, whereas if if you use the, if you're using the keyboard to you know hit D, um, they'll both rotate, you know, but it, but it's slower. And and if you're used to you know using a combination of mouse and keyboard, then you know you, you've you've really got to settle for for just using one or the other. So, so there's basically two ways you can do it. Um, the way in their tutorial that that, that they talk about um, doing it is is having um, one main window and and all the the rest of them um, basically on slash follow. So you create a macro, you know, pretty much as I've been doing anyway, um, a macro that that um, does slash follow and slash assist on on your main character, um, and hotkey that. So if if you hit that key um, then all your characters will, um, you know, be, will stop and will be all targeting the same mob. Okay. Um, but the problem with that is, um, for example, uh, well, the, the, the big thing I, I have with, with Slash Follow is um, uh, if, if you take a step backwards, uh, instead of all your followers still pointing in the same direction of, as your lead character, right. they, turn around, they, they turn around to face him. Uh, and and then the you, you, you can no longer cast any spells that require your mob to be in front of you um so I do that a lot um i'm I'm constantly um you know strafing about and and it, it ends up that the, the the following character is no longer pointing in the right direction um so you know i've I've either got to um you know overcome that by by you know being careful about how I move um which is annoying. Um, or, or use it the other way, and that is to actually only don't don't have the second one on follow, um, and completely drive all your characters by using the keyboard. But the problem with but the problem with that is they have to be all um, facing exactly the same direction. Right. So if if you've got if you've got one character pointing at say twelve o'clock, yeah, you know, and one character pointing at you know fifteen minutes past 12 you know it's just a little bit past towards one o'clock and you start running forward you you know the, the further that you run that they'll they'll start diverging and and head off on different tracks and you've got to be constantly correcting that all the time oh okay yeah I see. um so yeah i'm i'm yeah I, it's, it's just it's like anything i guess you know it's something new and and i'll just have to um, get used to how it works i mean it 's great for you know uh, on oh, the other and the other thing with slash follow that that I was having the problem with was okay i'll i 'll do slash follow and and i'll make sure i never you know i 'll just move forward the whole time so they 're both cha- cha- um, facing the same direction so i 'll be riding along or or, or running along and i 'll see a mob and and i 'll click on it and stop and, and like you know hit my um, firebolt spell um, but there 's like a you know a, a, almost a one-second lag for um, because the, the second one's on follow, it has to catch up, all right? and, and so it's still moving. So if you stop and then immediately cast Firebolt, it only works on one, and, and the other one says, you know, you, you, you can't cast that while you're moving um, because you know, it's not for about a, a second. You, you've actually got to have a, a long pause and go, okay, they've both stopped moving. The follower is caught up. You know, now cast. And it's just you know it's not timely enough it's, it's, I just found it annoying.
2: Um, it's funny because well, you talk about it specifically with keycon and even listening to the way you you do it i just I do it a completely different way. actually, I do it almost as if I'm playing two different characters two different I don't know if I can explain this right, but I keep them both kind of separate i do I have one key for follow Mhm and um that's usually my hyphen key. And that's my hyphen key on all my characters. So if I, and I have, um, <laughs> I have a macro set up for each, to follow each character. I later on found that I was making one for each character's name. So on each account, there was a macro to follow all the other people that they could be playing with on the other accounts. And then yep. I would trade them out depending on who I was, who I was running with. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't, I guess I guess you would trust trying to shoot both of them with the key clone. but um, I basically do one with one, and then I alt-tab or I control over to the other one and do something with them. And I only use follow when they're actually done, and they're getting ready to move. <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of play them separately. Yep. I've never tried to play, maybe it might be more efficient to play them together, but I've never tried to play them separately.
1: Well, I mean that's the way I've done it because you know they've been, they've always been different classes and, and they've been you know, having to do play two different roles, right. and so yeah, follow was just like while we're riding around, Right. But, um, the mage you know, but, to but now with a mage, we we we're, we're, I'm trying to get them both to do the same same thing. Um, you know, you cast a you cast a frost and a and a firebolt and and the mobs running towards you. Um, you know, you want to then um, cast the um, I haven't got them up. I can't remember what the spells are. But you want to cast the one where you know, you're basically freezing them in trap, mm-hmm. f- freezing them in place, and, and then you know, moving out of range again and casting another one. So, in, in, in order to move out of range, you know, you know, you're, you're typically going to strafe sideways, oh, okay. Right? And, and then you move out of range and you kind of you turn a bit and and go to you know, um, cast you know, effectively behind you. Well, the follower is following, and they, and they didn't turn a bit. So you know, they they, they need to rotate in order to, to turn around at, at the, at, right the you know, at, at the right angle to, in order to cast a spell.
2: So, anyways, back to Molson's question. Pre-season
1: right. Four, so, I, yeah, um, I I can really understand why um, the druid the drew Warrior combination is really liking. I uh, think it's probably very similar to why I, I like the. Um, um, priest, priest Paladin, yeah. um, you know a a, a tank class um, and a and a yeah a DPS class that that can also heal. Um, yeah, it's a great combination. I'm impressed uh, with this Rogue and Hunter one. I've never been able to really do Rogue. While doing yeah, I'd that, that, I'd love to have a chat to him and and know more about how he plays that because. Oh, uh, well, I guess if you're just auto shotting on the hunter, and then and, and then the rogue goes in and and um, do, does all these uh, melee maneuvers, but and um, does the head and does the stealth. And uh,
2: um, what's the other one? Sap. And then the yeah. Follows through. Yeah. That's mm. a lot of micromanaging, though. But that's that's pretty good. Yeah. But um, you should try the uh, <laughs> paladin and priest one. Um, there was another question about Max that I saw in the forum post. Uh.
1: Yeah, it was about um how you run two instances on a Mac. Oh, so no, I'd, no, we I'd about said, that
2: one making a new folder.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but someone had i and I'd I'd responded to that and said, Yeah, just just copy a new folder, but someone actually responded to that and said you don't actually have to copy the whole folder, you just have to um copy uh forget you know no, like copy were... the launcher or something. No, I, I don't think... well, anyway, we'll talk about that. I-, I have to
2: look at that. Okay. Later. I understood that that was a Mac. At least that's the But um, anyway, uh, I would love to hear more about how people do it. Uh, oh, I know they wanted to know about running two Macs, two ones. Well, anyways, we'll talk about that later. But um, love, we'd love to hear more about how other people do the multi-boxing. Uh, I think we've talked about it. You run two on one computer.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you should give Keyclone a go. I mean, it, it's, it it does have some very nice features. Like the the one thing where I was I was wondering mm, how because I I don't want like the Frost Nova, um, you know, I don't want them to to all burn that up at the same. time. we'll bind Frost Nova to a key, um, and it's got a, a round a round robin feature, so the first time you hit that key. One one character does it, and then the next time you hit it, another character will do it. Oh! All right, so still, so you're still pressing the, the, the same key, right? But, it's not um, but it actually it, it it round it round robins through them all rather than having them all do it. And I thought that that was a very nice feature. Yeah.
2: I think we've gone on enough. Right. We're going to pause and then come back and say goodbye. We are
0: the forsaken. We will slaughter
2: anyone who stands in our way. All right, so we've got to the end of another episode. I think it was a pretty good one. Sorry if it went too long. Um, I want to thank um, Molson's letter. uh, It'd be nice. Yes, thanks.
1: An an audio uh, contribution for uh, Jewel Boxing Tips would be terrific. We'd really enjoy that. Um, I'll look for some more tutorials and, and things on, on Keyclone, but um, if you've got some, some hints and tips, uh, I'm sure that uh, everybody would be more than happy to have a listen. Uh, and the other thing that um, that we didn't do last week, um, two weeks ago, Glanta sent us in a fantastic contribution. Um, that was a, a really good contribution, and uh, we're really glad that he sent that in. And um, But that got sent in after we recorded, so a, a brilliant sliced it in, um, and we neglected to to thank him last week for that. But um, keep him coming, mate. Excellent.
2: So thanks a lot. And uh, thanks, Tria, for sparking the whole mage thing. Looking forward to becoming great balls of fire. (laughs) And I think that's it for this week. And this is uh, Aprilian saying, for the Horde.
1: And this is a show for the Horde. May you always
0: be victorious. May the gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you. Always. May our paths cross again.
1: Catch you Go in
0: peace.